Hey guys, what's up? Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Have You Read podcast. We are switching it up again. Our last episodes were focused on some interviews with Black authors in this Black indie romance landscape, but we'll be back to those. For now, we're going to we're, we're going to take it back to basics. Take it. We're going to get back to our roots <laughs> of the original podcast. And we are just going to, we're just going to talk about some stuff. Yeah. How you feel about that, Alex? I'm down. Let's talk about some things. It's been a minute. <laughs> we talked about some things. And some things have been happening. So things have definitely been happening. So I put out a call for people to, you know, let us know. Us being me, Christina C. Jones, and Alexandra Warren. What what do you guys want to hear us talk about on the podcast? And one of those suggestions was from someone who wanted to know how we felt about if Black and white, or basically, I guess, everybody, <laughs> it was specific to Black and white, um, whether or not we had equal footing in this romance industry. And I have lots of thoughts about that that are kind of all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's so many parts of it, right? There really, really are. And I think think one of the main things that we kind of have to ask is, like, does it matter? Do we care? How much do we care? Mm-hmm. You know, and if it matters, how much does it matter? And I don't know that there is an easy answer for that. It's it's really not. It's not. Because on one hand, it's like, yeah, we should be, you know, received the same way as everybody. We should be able to have access to the same resources as everybody. We should be rewarded the same accolades as everybody. But it's also like, do I really care what y'all think about my work? Mm, not really, because it's not really for the gatekeepers that be anyways. And so, yeah, that's the question. Do we care? And in a lot of ways, I don't. <laughs> yeah, because like something that I'll see often is this call for publishers to take notice of indies. And my thing is, I don't know that I really care about a publisher taking notice of me. Mm-hmm. Do I want access to more readers? Absolutely. Do mm-hmm. I want, you know, to see indies put on the same list as trap web authors? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I'm personally, I'm not very interested in what publishing has to offer, especially considering that hashtag that publishing paid me hashtag feeling like um <laughs> keep it like I'm good I'm good over here like very so, good that makes here. an important point though because I think there's really this you know not to go into specific numbers but there's really this disconnect in how much people think indie authors make and how much we really make and then how much they think traditionally published authors make and how much they really make and I'm doing just fine. <laughs> I am doing right. just fine. And it's like, I you don't want to, you don't want to get into so much of the comparison, I guess, mm-hmm. even though it's there and we'll, 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 we'll come, we'll come to that. <laughs> but I hate that even for a lot 
of readers, even though I know they mean well when they're saying things like that, they're meaning that, hey, this work is awesome and this work deserves this attention. They Mm -hmm. want these authors to get paid. But the thing is, a lot of indies, a lot of the appeal of being indie is that we're already getting paid. Mm -hmm. And I know it's the, the, the in vogue thing to hate Amazon and down with Amazon and I don't buy off Amazon, but the thing that you have to realize is, is you can't out of one side of your mouth say that you support indies, but refuse to do business with Mm. a company that most indies are getting the bulk of their livelihood Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. when it comes to this thing. And that's, I'm not trying to. (laughs) Amazon is not sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Like at all, you know, because it it absolutely, there are absolutely the flaws and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking anybody Mm -hmm. for putting their dollars where they matter. I put my dollars with black authors who write about black love. Like Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely, I absolutely support that. But at the same time, I don't I I just don't know how you reconcile those two things. Like there's this whole thing of support indie bookstores and let's let's support them over Amazon. And maybe Mm -hmm. if we give them more support, it wouldn't be a thing that most authors who are indie, that most self-published authors make the bulk of their money on Amazon. Okay, but are those bookstores checking for us? <laughs> those bookstores are not checking for us, exactly at all. And not even just not even just talking about indie, but then you get down to romance. the The traditionally published romance authors are still begging for space, mm-hmm. and you think that indies are going to get some of it, right? Nah. And so, like when I see people making those statements, I like. <laughs> Again, I'm not knocking anyone for, you know, for what their beliefs are and for using their dollars where they feel like they matter and all of that. But when I see it, it's always it it always gives me the impression like, oh, you don't you don't actually support indie authors then. Exactly. Like that's what I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. And like you said in the beginning, there's just so there's so many parts to this, right? <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, there's just so many parts to this. And I want to go back to something you said earlier about how indies deliver space on these lists and how these lists keep coming out from every publication and you see the same, generally you see the same books, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it was, I want to say it was Jacinta Howard, shout out to her, she's amazing, who, you know, has worked in publications for a long time. And she mm-hmm. was just talking about how, lazy those lists often are oh I saw that yes, yeah ma'am. and how <laughs> how usually uh they just look at somebody else's list and then base their list off of and so that's how you end up seeing all these same books over and over and mm-hmm. over again and it's not necessarily that you know these publications feel passionate about these works it's just okay they said that was popular okay we're gonna say it's popular too and it's just like, well, we're really not going to get anywhere <laughs> if that's the yeah. that's the route we are taking. And the other part of it that a lot of people don't, I don't know if they don't know or if it's just kind of hush hush not talked about, but a lot of it is paid placement. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is simply advertising dollars being put to work. And I remember 
I'm, I'm not going to get into that because this we were supposed to be talking about black versus white and how <laughs> black versus white. <laughs> that was terrible phrasing, but <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying. Um, and so I'm, I, I, I'm not going to get into that, but I just suffice it to say that a lot of the a lot of those lists are are paid product placement and nothing more. And I feel like it's almost disingenuous that if an influencer, you know, posts about a product, they have to put hashtag ad and all of these disclosures and stuff with it. But those lists don't put any type of disclosures on those mm. on those ads mm. because that's exactly what they are. A lot of those reviews, the quote unquote star reviews, I had to I had to start sending Kirkus to spam because they kept because I was getting emails. I don't even like I don't even remember putting myself on their email list for anything. Mm-hmm. And yet, oh, get get your review for seventy five dollars off. And I'm like, seventy five dollars off. <laughs> How much is the starting point here? What are we Hey, Where is the starting point if it's seventy five dollars off? And you see things like that. And for the reader who who doesn't know that that's paid for, it legitimizes these books. Because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, I'm seeing it over here. I'm seeing it in this publication. I saw it on this list. It must be good. And then it, <laughs> this is going to sound awful, but it makes me like sad, honestly, because what happens is people see that as the representation for black romance per se, and then yep. it's not very mm. good. And then that mm. gives them a reason to not pick up anybody else's mm. black romance book. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's just the truth. And so if that you know if that's what's being pushed in everybody's faces, and that's what's setting the tone, and people are like, oh, this is what black romance brings to the table. No thanks. Now we just sitting there like, okay, now we're never gonna get extra eyes because y'all are not representing when y'all get this opportunity anyway. Right. Look, I, I'm going to be good on today and I'm not going to, I'm not going to name any names, but if I were a 33 year old <laughs> black woman <laughs> and I said, Hey, I want to read some black romance. I want to read about black love. And my mentions got flooded with girl. I'm, you don't have to say a name. I already know. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm I not already know because it's no shade against her. It's mm-hmm. no shade against her, mm-hmm. and it's just her. You know, it's not. It's not just her books. It is constantly every time because often I'll get tagged. You know, I'll get tagged in these threads. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman, this black woman, is looking for black love, and the replies are full of either interracial romance or bland ass mm-hmm. traditional published books and that's not to say that all of them are but in my opinion based on what I have seen I can't speak for anyone else right. but based on what I have seen those suggestions would would turn me completely off right. and I would say if this is what it is never mind or I would just like I would read it and I'm like oh that was cool and then just like never like be interested in going back like it wouldn't pull me into the genre necessarily urban catches urban slash street lit catches a lot of flack for oh this is misrepresenting what black people want to read and you know Uh blah 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 which urban is 
an incredibly <laughs> an incredibly lucrative genre. Listen, so I don't missing out on no show space. <laughs> right. I don't think what black people want to read. I think black people absolutely want to read it because mm-hmm. the book sells. But I think that there is there's a gap. There's a gap when you say, okay, this is not what black people want to read, but this quote unquote black content that's been scrubbed through the incredibly white mm-hmm. publishing machine. Mm-hmm. This is what they want, but it's not what they want. Right. And so <laughs> they feel like, okay, it just, I guess it just doesn't exist. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to me, especially when those authors don't push back on it. If I, I write black, <laughs> I write black romance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'll use Wonder as the as as my example here. Wonder is a post apocalyptic. <laughs> you know, it's it's got some other stuff going on in it. Mm-hmm. If someone asks for, I want to read a really sweet, warm and fuzzy. I just I just want something that's going to make me laugh and smile throughout. I don't want anything too heavy. I don't want anything weird. I don't want anything strange. If somebody tagged me in that person's tweet or in that person's post and said, you should read Wonder by Christina C. Jones. <laughs> I'd be like, like, yeah, hey. girl, read that. Like, what? No. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, thank you for the mention. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. No, it's thank you for the mention. I appreciate you. But based on what you said you wanted, I would recommend this other thing from my catalog. Right. Or if I didn't have that thing in my catalog. I'm in tune enough with my community and mm-hmm. my peers that I can recommend something that is what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm not... If I if my name gets put on a list that says these people wrote the best cozy mysteries of the year and my name is on that list for anonymous acts, I'm not just gonna share the list and be like, yay, mm-hmm. I got listed here. It's I'm really glad that somebody put my name down, but this isn't really my spot. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, it's completely misleading, right? It's just, it's just, it, is it is so misleading. And so to, to make it very plain, it is so frustrating for me when I see a list called Black Romance and it's full of interracial romance. Well, and you see the covers. And I like I literally laugh. Like I burst listen, out laughing at these. <laughs> that, listen, that Oprah mentioned... I was completely prepared to act like I had not seen it because of what they put on the cover. I'm just all like, these books. You call this list black romance, but 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 the but the covers that you chose for the main image, all of them got a white face in them. Like what are we doing? Like are you serious? <laughs> are you doing? kidding me? Like what, literally, what are we doing? And then it's like, okay, cool. You know, my name is on there. Love Belvin is on there. 
Alexandria House is on there. Cool. But we're mostly tagged at the end like an afterthought. Mm -hmm. And between those three pins, we could have blew any of that shit out of the water. <laughs> I just that. don't say it. Say that. Let's just make it honestly, clear. <laughs> Let's make it clear. I'm not an afterthought. My work is not an afterthought. Don't treat me like one. One article that I did think was well was well done um, because she did not frame it as an article about Black romance. She framed it as an article about Black authors who write romance. Was oh. the article in the Grio from um, from Carol Carol? Oh yeah, B. yeah. Bell. Um, I'm sorry. I knew the Carol Bell part. I was trying to make sure that I, <laughs> that I, that I gave it all right. Mm -hmm. Names names are important, and I wanted to make sure to name her. You know, to 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 give her that due credit. But I felt like it's like okay, if this is the framing, cool. You know, it's black authors who write romance. Mm -hmm. Don't call your list black oh, romance man. if that is not what is on it. Right. And that and like don't do yeah, that. Yeah. If you're like, if you're gonna do it, do your due diligence of framing it correctly. But and people act like it's some confusing thing. Like, <laughs> what's confusing about it? It's really not. It's really not. And like, I, like for for IR as a genre to be as popular as it is, why can't y'all just say that? Like, why can't y'all just say right. or or you know do just do something about them and that? Like, why does black romance have to get pulled into that and put together as that? Because there is not the same thing, right? And it's like nobody is saying that. Okay, these two things don't have a similarity. Nobody is saying that our interracial romance authors shouldn't have lists and shouldn't or shouldn't be on lists. Mm -hmm. It's very specific. If you're going to call it black romance, can it be black romance? Right. Everybody would be up in arms. If, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to go there. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, it, it feels, it feels disrespectful. And you know, this is the thing that I've been on for a while, pretty much since we started Girl, have you read? Because there were people who thought it, who I feel like they just thought it was funny. You know, we're talking about shouting out black romance authors and you're tagging somebody who could you couldn't be you couldn't pay somebody to find a black character in her work uh -huh. and you're talking about you you're tagging that's who you tag like ooh. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> But but let me just say this while while we're talking about lists, I love being able to open a list and see your name on it. You know, places or whatever. I love being able and see your name on it because it's long overdue for your name to be included in those spaces. So shout out to you. I absolutely, I absolutely appreciate it. I would love to start getting mentioned on lists that weren't just for black romance, though. Mm. <laughs> To, to 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 bring this back around, you know, to what you know, to what we're talking about. Like, don't get me wrong, I am not one of those. I belong on the shelf with everybody, and don't put me on the black shelf. No, no, bitch, put me on the black shelf, please. Like, so it's it's certainly not that, but you got a whole list full of twenty best romances of the year, full of little weak ass white books. Where <laughs> I am so glad I didn't follow this sip of water because it would have been all over my computer. <laughs> I'm just saying, 
And it's not, it's not about me. It's not about me. Okay. It's, it's, it's not about me. It doesn't have to be me. It can be Nicole Falls. It can be Alex Warren, Alex House, Love Belvin, Danielle Allen, Jacinta Howard, Tay Rudd. You know, it could, it, it does not have to be me, but our names belong on all these lists if you're talking about romance, because we contribute to that landscape. Absolutely. But even even honestly, but the, what's what's so crazy about it is just the fact of being being indie and even making it to the black romance list is something that we feel like okay, that was overdue. Ooh, like good job, it was overdue. When are we gonna get? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, when sorry, are we like gonna, uphill all the time? <laughs> always uphill to 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 like I said to take this back to you know the black versus white um another thing that i feel like we're besides you know the the mentions on the list that we're playing catch up on is this audiobook thing i feel like we are just now like we're just now starting to catch up with that it wasn't until this past year or two they kind of started with uh with alex house mm-hmm. in terms of black indies you know having 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 audiobooks yeah oh, truly <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I feel like I still feel like I'm playing catch up. I feel like we're we're all kind of playing catch up where it's it feels like course correction more than anything. I don't feel I don't feel like we're on even footing. Oh no. When it comes like that, when it comes to visibility and just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And um I think I think it's appropriate to say, you know, shout out to Tanter for seeing the value and really going yeah. after a lot of black indie romance authors and saying, hey, let's get your book in audio, because uh, I don't feel like a lot of us were necessarily even thinking about it until we saw, you know, the success that Alex House was having. And then until, mm-hmm. you know, places like Tanter or whoever uh, reached out to make some of this stuff happen. And so. We appreciate them um, for seeing that. And we appreciate the readers who responded very enthusiastically to, right, you know, right. to the uptick in the audiobooks available in the Black indie romance space. Yeah, because it's, it's been amazing to me because before, before, because as, you know, as you mentioned, Tanter reached out to a lot of us. I was one of those people that Tanter reached out to. And at first I ignored the email. <laughs> I remember I did too. And then you were like, <laughs> you were like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing a deal with it. And we're like, I think I got an email from them too. Let me go back. And it was like from months <laughs> before. And thankfully they, they said it was so good, but yeah. It was because I talked to House and House was like, no, they're legit. Like mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a scam. Right. Like, wait, who? <laughs> I don't know this. I don't know what this right. is. Right. Yeah. And so Alex Alex House, she's like, no, they're legit. And so went with them. And through there and seeing how people responded to those, it was like, oh wow. So people actually really kind of are into this. Mm-hmm. And that made it that made it more feasible to take on the expense of producing one right. of producing oneself. Um it can be very expensive. It can be very expensive if you want certain narrators and depending on the length of the book and all of that, it can be expensive. And that's another barrier because oftentimes because we're writing 
to this certain audience, there's only so much income, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it really can feel like a huge risk to take on. Absolutely. But I, I but I I took the risk because I was able to see that, okay, yeah, people really do like this audio thing. People really are into that. And because, like I said, because of what I had already seen, I was willing to give it a shot. And and now I see that it really is a, a lucrative income stream on its own, but I'm just now seeing that. And I'm thinking about the people who already had the money they've been making for years while I was like, I don't think anybody listens to audio books. Right. Because well, I wasn't necessarily, like, I don't even still, like, even having yeah. audio books is not what, like, like my go-to thing. And so it was hard to see the value. But once you put it out and you see, you know, a whole, like, a completely different audience in a lot of ways. I mean, you have your same readers that want to, you know, that read an ebook, want to listen to an audio book also. But then there's people that are strictly audio and have been mm-hmm. waiting for this moment of, you know, our work being put into audio. And so, yeah, like you said, it is a, it is an entirely different stream of income. And yeah, we are we are catching up. Like I want to be yeah, one of those people that can put them like ebook, paperback, and audiobook all out at the same right. time. Like let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like there's it's it's not just a different stream of income either. It's a whole new stream of income, it's a whole new stream of readers, it's a whole new level of visibility that we were kind of kept out of, but we here now. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> right. But another, I guess, barrier I kind of ran into pretty recently myself looking for stock photos for, for my book that is coming up. Um, I may or may not have had a low-level meltdown one morning because after searching high and low, searching all the the usual iStock, deposit photos, Adobe stock, you know, after so after searching all those, I ended up on some smaller, on some much smaller stock sites. Uh brown stock, please come back. I know, I know coronavirus is Yes. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I cannot wait. Right. I know the pandemic is messing up the ability for (laughs) photo shoots, but we need you. But anyway, I finally came across this site. Like a lot of the smaller stock sites that are geared towards romance authors, they are incredibly white. Even if you click on the category that says black, it's going to be a man in a black suit. No, I don't even I don't even mean that. I mean that it's a black person with somebody that's not black. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so finding a black couple, an attractive black couple on one of these sites is like finding a needle in a haystack. Truly. But I found one. I found one and the images were beautiful, but they were so far above my budget. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, I remember. I remember those ones. So far. <laughs> those ones were, they were nice pictures, though. I give her credit. They were some nice pictures. <laughs> Look, I'm not positive that I'm not going to still go back to that site. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just so frustrating. And you end up seeing kind of the same images over and over 
on the covers. Maybe I should do a video about that, like showing how this can this same image can be made different covers. Like we don't have to this exact angle and all of that. But anyway, um, it's frustrating that we even have to think about that. Like if I go to any of these stock photo sites and I type in, you know, sensual couple or romantic couple or whatever, the possibilities if I wrote white characters would be Ooh, freaking. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm I really like, oh, like these are great photos. Like I wish I could use this, but you see the right. hair in there and you know these are black people. Right. <laughs> you know, it's nothing for us to do. And one thing that I do, one thing that I did notice or that I have noticed recently is that there is a lot more queer representation, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Even even in the black couples, mm-hmm. like there's like I saw a lot. I even sent a couple to somebody, like, hey, listen, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, right here. But it's just still not enough. We need more. And so I feel like that's just another that's another barrier right there that that isn't that isn't that isn't as obvious, that isn't so obvious. We need visuals for our books, but all the couples are white. Right. Because that's who they feel is geared for. That's who they feel deserves. That's who they feel represents us all. And it's just frustrating. Well, and they just don't think about like black people being romantic with each other, right? Like, cause we there's black people on those sites, and they'll be like cheesing. And oh my like, god, so goofy! <laughs> Why are you showing? <laughs> oh, your teeth. <laughs> yeah. So there's no like, even when we do find black couples, like they're never in like romantic poses or romantic situations or. Like the outfits are from like early two thousands, and it's just like the hair, <laughs> the, hair. <laughs> the hair. Let's put a pin right there because I've got another. <laughs> <laughs> if I see another traditional, uh, another cover from traditional publishing with a black woman on it, and everybody is going gaga, oh my god, that's a black woman. Why does this hair look like that? Why does it look like it was just slapped on separately from the rest of the picture? Or it's like some super busted wig. <laughs> in the picture was probably thinking, <laughs> what is happening here? The photographer had to be thinking, what is happening here? The cover designer had to be thinking, what is happening here? Like... How did this get past so many eyes? <laughs> it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the model. To me, it's disrespectful to the model. It's disrespectful to the other model, to the photographer that got to take the pictures, the designer that's got to do it, and the author that has to post that cover and act like it's the best thing they've ever seen, knowing that that looks jacked up because these publishers don't care which is so crazy to me because it's like if you're even going to put some money into doing a shoot for this cover yeah why wouldn't you like give your best effort here that's just it's just silly I... <laughs> stiff just what <laughs> <laughs> you said earlier not the bang <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> that is definitely not it <laughs> but 
Yeah, uh, that's what those hairs be looking like on on I stock and well not I stock, I stock typically. They be all right. Yeah, they be okay. Deposit, so. Yeah, you you get into some dark places on deposit. <laughs> yeah, very dark places. Yeah, the things we go through to give y'all these books, and we ain't even talking about the writing. Like, <laughs> right? We haven't, we haven't even got to that yet. But yeah, but as always, these are just our observations about what we've seen, what we think, um, all that good stuff. Neither of us is going to argue with you if you disagree with me. No, I don't have it. I really, really really don't have it in me at this point. Right. Just talk about it in your group chat with your friends. Leave us out of it (laughs) because you're not changing any minds over here. No, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't mean it. Right. So... (laughs) On that note, we are actually going to call this episode here. I think that we have pretty, we've, we've pretty, we've, what do you think? We, we, we covered some things. We did. We, we, got, we got some things off our chests. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you guys for tuning in to the Girl Have You Read podcast. And we'll see you next time. We won't see you. Why do I always say we that? We never I see you. <laughs> Especially now in a I know. That just made me so sad. All right. Bye.